We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome to DC. It is Burgundy and Gold today. Welcome, welcome. Scott Jackson here with you today as Linnell and I flipping around this week just today as um, he got the pleasure of hanging out with a grumpy Rick Doc Walker after a loss yesterday. That must have been epic. Got to admit, I was in the rabbit hole yesterday. I have no idea what happened there. Um, getting ready for uh, – was getting ready at this time yesterday for the opening of college basketball season. A game last night down at Old Dominion. Uh, against UMES, so I was in the rabbit hole. I had no idea. I had no no clue what was happening in the NFL world except for this craziness in Indianapolis. So all kinds of crap hit the fan yesterday there. I see we'll maybe touch on that a little bit later on, but we got our own things to talk about here in the DMV with your Washington Commanders. And really the, the headline news at this point is, is not on the field. It's obviously all about the ownership uh, situation. And I'm sure um, Doc and Linnell handled a lot of that yesterday. <laughs> uh, but we will we will get into it today. Matthew McConaughey, the latest big name in there. Uh, you had Kevin Durant talking about wanting a piece of it. And of course, these are guys that just look. They're show ponies, right? Like they're sure they could have a piece of it. Uh, they they're not going to be deciders. They're not going to be the head guy. They're not going to be going to NFL meetings, uh, making votes for the team. They're going to be part of groups. They're not going to be the headlining guys. I mean, that's going to be. Uh, Jeff Bezos, you know, teaming up with Jay Z, right? That that's or a Byron Allen or someone like that that's going to be the front running kind of person. But you know, the McConaughey stuff's cool. He's a fan. He's always liked the team. Uh, you know, he's been friendly with the current owner, which you know I guess couldn't hurt his case. But the way I understand it, but is listening to all these uh, NFL types over the last week is really even though Dan Snyder may have his say or his wants or his desires to who to sell to, it, it, you know, at the end of the day, it's going to be approved by the other 31. So if they want Jeff Bezos and they want that extra $500 million evaluation on a franchise or whatever it may be, he would overpay for some people anticipate, then that's probably what they're going to get. Even if Dan Snyder thinks he ran a, you know, a hit campaign on him in the Washington post, it just doesn't seem like he's going to be able to control that variable, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe everybody's wrong. Because that's certainly what the um, reporting has been to this point. So we'll talk about that. Obviously, you know, the, the Jay Glazer story over the weekend is the biggest one. If it can happen quickly, I mean, we're talking by March, that is ideal. Now, might it be quick enough for some of you folks who are looking for, like, this new person to come in and lop some heads off immediately and just, you know, drain the place and start from square one. I, I don't think you're going to necessarily get that. 
Uh, I also got a bad reality check for some of you we'll get to later this hour on some of the past ownership changes in this very exclusive club and how the results have changed, um, or if they have, for the better or for the worse over time. So we'll get to all that coming up. It is Election Day, which is two good things about Election Day. Number one, you know, you get to vote. You know, you're, you're doing your... Your rights, you know, ha- you know, it's your right. You're you're handling it. You're this is what you get to do in this country, free speech, allegedly, and all that other stuff. You know, your your chance to have your voice heard. It's important. You know, go out and vote and all that good stuff. And secondly, and, and really, firstly, in this last, I don't know, let's call it ten years, in the last decade, maybe really, it's like six years, seven years. The best part of election day for me is that means the end of all these terrible commercials. <laughs> like, yeah, the commercials just get worse and more you know it's just like a parody of themselves now (laughs) like going after candidates it's incredible like you learn nothing about anybody except what a piece of you know what the other person is it's quite it's astonishing no matter what market you're in i've been in different markets over this election you know run up over the last couple weeks and it's hilarious because it's the same crap other places too so and when we're in this area you get all the commercials for Place you can't even vote for. Like if you live in Virginia, you're here in Maryland commercials. If you're in Maryland, you're here in Virginia commercials. You're here, you know, and then further down out of your counties, you're hearing commercials for, and watching them. And it's like I don't even know these people, nor do I need to. Stop it. Get it out of my headspace. But anyway, so that's the best part to me today about election day. Beyond the whole, yeah, voting and it's important, and it's uh, you're right, and you should do it, and that way you can complain when everything goes wrong. Uh, so anyhow, uh, hopefully you did that today. We're going to vote here today on the show. Here's what we're going to vote on. We're going to vote on not just the owner per se. I, I don't necessarily need to hear from you like what you like who the specific owner is. But if you're really excited about one specific person, have at it. I, I get the feeling, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong, and I'm always open minded to this. I'm not stuck in my narratives like a lot of these guys who do this business. But I will say this. My general sense from just, you know, Scott Jackson polling, walking around, shaking hands, kissing babies when I get out, is people just want this guy out. I mean, it really doesn't matter. Could be, you know, the son of Sam. They, you know you know what I'm saying? It's re- maybe not that extreme, but you know what I'm getting at. It's just like what whoever just gets somebody else there. And, yeah, the Bezos idea because he's, you know, got big bucks, right? He could maybe put a stadium at, fe- at the old RFK site and, you know, who knows, lie in the streets in gold, whatever it may be. That, that excites some people too, sure. Uh, maybe you're looking for something different. Maybe, maybe you're looking for a buy right now. You're looking for minority ownership. You're looking for the NFL to actually get, I don't know, with – you know, the days and times that we're living in. Maybe maybe that's what you're for. Whatever it may be. But, like, what are the characteristics? Like, what are the important items? Like, you know, again, if this were an election, which it's not because we don't get to vote, it's, again, the other 31 that get to vote. And, uh, you know, obviously the money that comes in to Dan Snyder, who is the, you know, the big loser in this situation, walks away with billions of dollars. <laughs> the humiliation of having to sell for billions. Oh, my goodness. How's he ever going to recover? On his yacht, and you know who knows, goes by a you know a soccer team overseas or something. <laughs> Whatever it is that his next play is, right? Uh, assuming, of course, all this goes through, but it, it surely looks to be headed down this road and well down this road already from a lot of the reporting. You know, like what are the characters? Like what are the important? You know, what what are the things that are going to move you by a new owner? Like what are the things you want to hear from them? Is it just look? We all get it. We want them to win, but that's the one variable. By the way. That is the toughest one for anybody to guarantee. I mean, that really, just because the new person's here and yeah, it lifts the cloud of, you know, not a thousand hit pieces a week on, you know, the stupid stuff that happened uh, in the past with a particular person, you know, that, that goes away. You're not like the, the you know, the, the punchline at all the, uh, you know, the owners' meetings anymore and all those things. Sure, that gets wiped out, but, you know, you don't guarantee that you're going to suddenly be some 
on the field success uh, just because somebody comes in, you know, and uh, puts a different face in the owner's box by any means. Now, from a business standpoint, there's certainly some things that can be done differently. From a consumer standpoint, for fans, I'd be interested to hear from you what you're looking for. I've spoken to people that have been out of the season ticket world for quite some time that tell me that, you know, whenever, when and if this had ever happened, they would jump back in, you know, head first. I'll be curious to see if they, you know, go ahead and uh, follow through on that. But that's the other sense I've been getting, just talking to uh, people about this. Will this mean there's no no longer going to be a, you know, a road team takeover week in and week out? You know, hopefully not, but I'm not sure. I mean, you know, there's still outside ticket source, and if the team doesn't win immediately, there's there's always that part of it. But hopeful, you know, to quote Steve Spurrier, hopefully, you know, that'll take place. But, you know, again, things that we cannot control, the new owner even cannot control. Certainly they can do things better. I mean, they, there's a playbook of things not to do that will be left behind, clearly, a history of it. You can just go through and, you know, read about it. You know, it doesn't take long. They can just Google. I'm sure they'll have researchers that can tell them, hey, don't sue grandma for a season ticket, you know, trying to break her contract, you know. Maybe, you know, tighten up the railings. Um, don't charge the most in the NFL for beer. You know, little simple things like that can be fixed. You know, don't sell expired beer, you know, expired peanuts or whatever some of the other debacles were over the years, you know. Don't make it harder for people to get in and out of the stadium. Which actually, by the way, over the last few years, and maybe it's just because of the sheer numbers, I actually think the in and out part of the stadium has been much a much smoother operation and not nearly as horrific as it had been before. And again, that might just be by the sheer numbers of the fact that it's not you know, anywhere close to capacity anymore. Maybe that's what that is. But I do think the, some of the things they've done to change the way people come to the stadium has been helpful. But, you know, I mean, what are these things that they need to do? Uh, we, look, last week, Doc and I were, were open to the idea from a lot of you that you want a, you want another brand name change. I mean, that's pretty bold, right? Like, come in and say, all right, here's <laughs> we're going to go ahead and uh, consider rebranding. I mean, that would be pretty bold. I, I don't know if they necessarily need to do that, but certainly that's something that people are going to want to see ha- – some people are going to want to see happen. Um, they're not going backwards, by the way. I have had a few people bring that up to me. That's not happening. They're not going back to the old name to, you know, wake up. That's not happening. But sure, you know, maybe you feel like the name Commanders is too much of the previous group. Maybe that's frustrating to you. I don't think it's as simple as, yeah, just somebody comes in and, you know, flips it over. Uh, I mean, you could, I guess, suppose you don't have to do a big roll out and get anybody's input and just do what the Cleveland Guardians did and just wake up one day and you see a press release. Oh, by the way, here's the new name. Sorry if you bought the old jerseys. Um, you know, you can turn them in. You can send it back to Amazon and we'll give you a partial refund or something. I don't know how that would work. But anyway, I want to hear from you on the ownership part of it. Because, um, again, this is – look, we can act like it doesn't matter and, oh, yeah, the, on the field. It matters. I mean, there's a few things, a few variables that are going on with this team – uh, headed down the home stretch, that you really need the top person to have say on. Like, should we put the other quarterback back on the field and be willing to give up a second-round pick um, in the next draft to Crazy Jim Ursay, Or should we put this guy on ice, you know, no fault of his own, but we just don't want to give up that pick or, or finagle the numbers in order to make sure we don't give up that pick, uh, even though we ha- want to get some feel about him one way or the other. Because it would be awful stupid if you rolled Carson Wentz back out there you played him, and, well, it was more of the same, and the offense still, you know, stinks out loud outside of a few big plays here or there. And you say at the end of it all, all right, we're going to release this guy. We need this too much money, not enough production, and you're also giving up yet another valuable pick 
at a higher level than you would be if you didn't put him back on the field. So these are important things, like the direction of the team, like the owner, a coach that um, you know has the backing of the owner, uh, this coaching staff. You know, they don't. I'm sure they wonder what is around the corner. I'm sure, a lot of folks in that organization wonder what's around the corner. I mean, just because the other guy's out doesn't mean you're in, right? I mean, even if you had issues with him, or you could be one of his guys, and then just because of that, you're out by the new po- folks, uh, you know, measure. And if they, br- you know, decide to bring in a football person with them, which whoever it is, that's my biggest vote, like bring in somebody, because clearly whoever buys the team is not going to be some football person, unless Peyton Manning somehow is able to get the money, right? And, you know, even then, is he going to be the president? Is he going to make all the personnel decisions? Is he going to coach the team? I mean, all these other things. I mean, whoever comes into it is going to need some help. They're going to have to lean on somebody that's actually, I don't know, actually done this job before. I mean, you know, all these guys are successful in other places, but they've never done it here. So that's the other thing you got to keep in mind when we talk about this sweeping changes and how, you know, just suddenly this cloud is going to lift. And in some ways, sure, there will be a honeymoon period. No question about it in my mind, uh, just from the standpoint that, you know, you don't want people in the bags over their heads yelling, you know, sell the team at the games anymore. And from that standpoint, that's a positive, I would suppose. However, you know, the other stuff has to fall into place, and they've got to put the right people in place. All right, so we'll get your thoughts on that. Uh, it is voting day. Um, it is election day as we get ready to elect a uh, new owner uh, here in Washington potentially over these next few months. What is it you would want on the campaign? Like if you were, you know, listening to a campaign rally. Oh, God, I hate those things. Uh, if you were on the person's website of what they, they're promising fans in D.C., what, what are the most important things? that you want to see on the list uh, for the next donor besides winning. Okay, we get it. No kidding. Yeah, we want somebody to come in here and, you know, pull, you know, Lombardi trophies, but that's not a given. No matter how super smart this person is and how super rich they are. It's a salary cap league. You can't buy your way to success. Uh, you got to actually know what the hell you're doing and put the right people in place. So what are those things that, that will move you uh, from a new owner, or is it really just as simple as, hey, man, <laughs> I'd just be happy to get this guy out of here. All right, 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980. You can hit me up on the Twitter at Jackson Sports. Hey, uh, happy Election Day to you. It is uh, the ele- excuse me, the 8th. Hello, I'm getting ahead of myself in November. It is Burgundy Gold today. Scott Jackson with you here on the Team 90 streaming live and free on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. 
Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, Burgundy Gold today back here on the Team Energy streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Fred Smoot scheduled to join us at 1 o'clock. We'll also uh, talk a little bit. We'll peek ahead to the Eagles showdown with Vince Quinn, uh, Bell and Birdman podcast, a longtime sports talk show host up in Philadelphia. They're still staying a little bit up there, I understand, from the uh, Phillies loss. So sad. Uh, but we'll uh, talk Eagles with him. Eagles look the part. 8-0, best team I can remember they've had in a long time. They got They got all the – they got all the materials, as Bino Cook would say, to be a very good team. I, I don't see it slowing down anytime soon. Certainly a tough task for a commander's team that's having a hard time putting points on the board. Coming up on Monday night, we will um, talk more about that game in the 2 o'clock hour at that point. Right now I'm talking ownership, future ownership potentially. What do you want? And by the way, Michael, we, we got to start playing Jay-Z on the show. <laughs> I got news for you. Oh, I got you, Scott. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let's update our stuff here, okay? And we got to start warming up to the idea of Thursday Night Football and how great it is and how wonderful all that is. And all these things, uh, we have to, uh, you know, kind of change our, our mindsets around here. So, I, um, yeah, I, I'll tell you, it was, um, seeing these names is just crazy. I mean, it's just kind of funny, this story that, Bezos and Jay-Z met for two hours. I mean, like, every move is being stalked at this point or or released. Well, I don't know, one or the other. I'm not really sure if it's just happenstance. Oh, yeah, we just ran into him. One of our reporters just saw the – no, like, somebody told you they were going to be somewhere or how wherever it is. And, you know, there is some there is some interesting things about, you know, what the league may or may not want and, and that kind of stuff. But we'll – um. You know, again, start to – I think slowly but surely more of this stuff's going to leak out. And, you know, Jay Glazer, he's not one of these guys that puts stuff in the air. I think the timetable is extremely significant, if that's true. Because you could conceivably, you know, still make some significant changes in March. There's no doubt before the start of next season. Now, it's not ideal, but it's possible. It's possible. It's a little different than you say in the fall or in the – you know, in the summer of something happening. All right, uh, phone lines open three zero one two three zero zero nine eight. Since it is election day, you know what? What do you want these candidates, if you will, these owners? Let's look at them as candidates. What, what do you want to hear from them? What would move you to say yes? This is the person I'm endorsing to be the next Washington Commanders owner. What is it that they have to have, uh, you know, as part of their platform? What do you want to see the platform be for the new owner? I'll give you a little bit of mine. Okay, first you got to fix the stadium as well as you can because you're not going to obviously be able to just present a brand-new stadium overnight in, in you know, the selected location everybody wants, RFK. You're not going to be able to do that. However, um, you obviously need to make some inroads quickly with um, the district to get to that point. Can this person deliver that? You know, some people will tell you, no, it's not as simple. Does it, it's not just changing because of the person. I completely disagree with that. I think a lot of it could, you would be, we will not be surprised, some of us will, but some of you will, will be surprised at how suddenly willing and able some of these things that were mission impossible before could be possible with just a new person or the right person in place. Uh, but more importantly for the here and now fixing the current place, um, some of the things that need to go on there, obviously, you know, cost, <laughs> cost is always something that excites people. 
but they've got to be more customer friendly. And I think they've done a lot of things that have done that, you know, tried to. But again, for many folks that you talk to, it was just it was still the idea that yes, but every penny I spend here goes to somebody that I, you know, think is a terrible person. So I'm not going to do it. And they've ruined my franchise. So forget it. So whatever they do on that front, they made it customer friendly for sure, right? The, on the stadium front part of it, you know, obviously, and then making the inroads on the other municipalities to uh, get the stadium, you know, movement awakened again, awoken again. And I would also hope to think that whatever the plan is, the blueprint for it is, it's not this little miniature baby stadium that they were looking at before, uh, something that you would see, I don't know, you know, in the Sunbelt Conference or something. I, I would hope to think it's an actually professional-sized stadium. And yeah, I mean, I'm not saying 80,000 or anything like that, and I understand the Bills and some of these other people have done smaller ones, but but something at the level that it could be expandable, kind of like how they do in Phoenix where you can, you know, you can expand capacity, you can limit capacity, depending on the event. And, yes, I do think retractable dome because I, I think you got to think bigger. This is, you know, this is nation's capital, for goodness sakes. What are we doing here, you know, acting like we're, you know, Working in you know middle America, small market, I, you know I never understood that. You, you should you should strive for Final Fours. You should strive obviously for Super Bowls, all these things. And the only way you're going to get is a retractable dome. I don't know if you need a moat, but if you want to, sure, so be it. Uh, you know, so be it. But yeah, I mean, you're probably not going to do LA. I mean, you're probably not going to do something like that. I totally understand that. That's for two teams, and it's well, it's LA. Uh, I I totally get that. But you've got to do a little bit more than what they were talking about before. You, you have to make it. A lot more um, fancy. And I, I don't know if you need the, you know, all the other aspects of it. You, you don't necessarily have to have the team out there practicing. I, I don't really understand why the stadium has to be next to the practice facility, but whatever moves you. I mean, again, Jerry World, which everybody loves Jerry World, right? So Jerry World has got a separate practice facility in a different place, right? I mean, they're two separate entities. Uh, you got you got the star in Arlington, or excuse me, the stadium in Arlington, the Stars in Fort Worth, I think. Anyway, maybe I've got that backwards. But anyhow, you get the point. It's not the same place. I mean, Jerry helicopters from the Star to the stadium. We saw that great thing on, on Hard Knocks last year. And they had to go back and get his damn kid because his stupid kid forgot to get on the, the get on the uh, helicopter and he was so mad. Anyway, you know, so you don't have to do it all there. You don't have to have an amphitheater there. I mean, that's why the stadium, right? Why even an amphitheater? Anyway. I think all that has to be reconstructed. I would imagine it would be with the new owner, new vision. And, and, more, and first and foremost, they got to bring a football person in with them. You know, whether it's a former coach, it's a former GM that has some chops, somebody that's lived this world, somebody that understands, you know, the scouting world, understands personnel, uh, construction of teams. And that's the person that really, you know, has to take control of the situation immediately and make the decisions, whether or not the current the current group sticks around for a while and they give them some, you know, work with them, see what it, where it goes, which, you know, a lot of times happens. Or if they, they go, you know, in there and just start making their imprint immediately. And a, a lot of this will have to obviously do with the timing of it all, but you have to bring a football person and you can't just be in there and you know, say, hey, wait, man, I won my fantasy team like eight years in a row. I, don't, I, I can do this. No, you really need to have that person in your pocket uh, when you come in already. And there's a lot of these former guys that, you know, do this on the down low, if you will. They go out there and talk with teams and talk with owners over the years. That you know they're not in it. They're not totally back in it. A little consulting here and there, but maybe they'd like to get in it a little bit more. You know, there's certainly some capable candidates, some former Hall of Famers that are out there. They're still just hanging on the outside of it all. 
uh, maybe looking to get back in. All right, 301-230-0980. It is election day. Uh, what should this new owner have on their campaign promises? Uh, what would you like to see from them when they're out stumping for your vote and support? Let's get the Tim in Maryland. Timmy with us here on Burgundy Gold today on the Team 980. Yes, hi. Good afternoon. I'd like to say uh, that the new owner should have a platform that would say, I can work effectively with the D.C. government, the federal government, right. build the new stadium at the RFK site. And the reason is this. It's Washington football team. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you – Back in the day, when you saw those aerial shots from the blimp or whatever, that stadium lining up, at, you know, behind the Capitol building, I just think was a beautiful sight. Yeah. And I think also on the platform that he or she, whoever the owner is, would pick a general manager that really knows the the, the ins and outs of football and, and leave them to do the work. And that, that those are the two items on the platform that would get my vote. I like it. Thank you. You're thinking like me. I appreciate it. Although I don't know if it's a good thing always if thinking like me. Uh, 301-230-0980. But I think in the bare bones of it, that is the most important part of it is, you know, coming in and being able to work in, you know, opening these doors, getting doors open for them. And I, I think that I believe that's going to happen. I really do. And I know there is still some – you know, hey, the feds own the land, this, that, and the other. We go through this whole, you know, this whole thing, and it, it sounds so freaking complicated. But, but the bottom line is they didn't like the guy in charge, you know. <laughs> and there was just too much baggage. I mean, that's really what it boils down to more than anything. And, yes, you need somebody to come in and bring in a, a general man. I mean, like, this has always been the problem, right? Like, they've done things backwards, either coach and then GM, um, you know, but there's a president who's involved or it's a, a Washington Redskins decision. You have five or six guys involved. Like, you know, Jay Gruden pointed out, I, I agree with Jay, and I don't think this is a what was Jay story when he says, like, there was too many, you know, chefs in the kitchen when he was there. And that's true. It didn't help him. Didn't mean that he was a good head coach, but it, but it didn't help his cause either to have all these other people. Didn't mean he made the right selections on defensive coordinator because di- he didn't. But he's right. I mean, there was just too much of that stuff going on, too many people with uh, their hands in it, and it, it hurt. No doubt. You need to have somebody there. And, you know, that person obviously would, would take over that responsibility immediately from Ron Rivera. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think having too much power, again, we could debate whether or not it's Bill Belichick's any good at it. I mean, Bill Belichick is in charge of everything with the Patriots. And, you know, the results hadn't been so hot without 12, right? I mean, it's been like, yeah. I mean, he's got some, he does some amazing things as a coach still. Don't get me wrong, winning with Billy Zappi and, you know, limited Mac Jones. I think is significant, and granted, it's not Super Bowl great, but I do think it's it's significant um, what they've been able to do. But it's not to the level it used to be. Their drafting's not been particularly great. Um, their free agency moves have been really strange at times. So there's, you know, look, all these guys are victims of their own, you know, whatever. And it's it's hard to be. It's hard to do both. It's hard to do both. And I'm not saying it's easy. And I think there's been mixed results for Ron Rivera on both sides. But you know, pick one. You know, I, I think – and I don't think uh, personnel would be the one I would pick for him. In the coaching thing, you know, <laughs> lots going to be determined over these next several weeks is how you feel about that going into potential year four. All right, 301-230-0990. What does the new owner's platform need to be to move you to endorse them? Uh, we'll get to your phone calls on that. Um, we will get to Fred Smoot, and we'll talk about some of the on-the-field issues, including quarterback, offense, and – 
how you know the uncertainty with ownership may or may not shape this decision that they have coming in these next few weeks about to play Carson or not to play Carson. Uh, because that second-round pick that's hanging out there to help out the crazy, dysfunctional Indianapolis Colts, which we'll talk about later on as well. Because that's quite funny, because it's rare that you get to see somebody more dysfunctional than your franchise. And, well, lo and behold, here you go. It's the loud one. We'll get to that coming up as well. It's Burgundy Gold today. Scott Jackson with you here on the Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. I don't want much. Oh, I drove every car. Some nice cooked food. Some nice There you go. There you go. That's the new Burgundy Gold today music until further notice. It's got to be. We gotta talk to we gotta get Walker on board. Need more Jay Z on this show. All right, welcome back, Burgundy Gold today. Doc and I will be back together on Thursday, and we can arm wrestle over the uh, music at that point. Um, Linnell will be back in this chair tomorrow, I believe. All right, three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty TMZ reporting last night that Jay Z and Jeff Bezos uh, spending a couple hours together the other day. You know, just chatting, I'm sure, you know, whatever. What's going on? How's your fantasy football team doing? Great. You want to buy the commander? Sure, why not? Uh, you know, those kind of things are going on. They they dine in secret in L.A., although everybody knew about it, so it wasn't so secretive after all. Uh, you know, but no normal two billionaires just hanging out, you know, doing their thing, talking. Talking football, man. You know, <laughs> the Sunset Strip. Because <laughs> who will notice you on the Sunset Strip? It's such an easy place to just... Go incognito. But anyway, that was going on. You get this Matt McConaughey story. He'd like to be involved. You know, much like Kevin Durant, though, not going to be like the main partner, but, you know, guys that are fans and want to be involved. You know, you can't blame them. You can't blame them for that. Um, but it's interesting. There's certainly going to be more to the story as time goes on. But we were talking today, as it is Election Day, uh, you know, kind of a platform, what the platform needs to be for whoever these new people are, wherever they come from, whatever their names may or may not be. Celebrities or not, what do you want to see from them? What do you want to hear from them to, you know, to, you know, to get your endorsement as the next owner of your Washington Commanders? Um, three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. You know, certainly, I think stadium is a lot for many of you. Um, you know, maybe the idea that this person is also, you know, we've seen this team kind of go from like being ultra aggressive for a long time to almost being way too passive and reactionary to markets and, you know, to, to getting, like, even contracts. I mean, they, yes, they did obviously lock up John Allen and, you know, this offseason Terry McLaurin in the last few years, but kind of been slow to react to things, not really forward thinking. You know, is I'll say this about the Panthers. Now, they're a mess. I mean, they screwed up royally hiring Matt Rule, but what they did prior to the, you know, to the deadline, moving Christian McCaffrey – uh, you know, moving Robbie Anderson, getting picks, and kind of recuperating some of the losses was smart. I mean, that was good business. You know, I'm, that's what you need to do. You need to be reflective on who you are and what you're not and just try to, you know, try to get away from – but we, we love this guy at one point. Yeah, that's fine, but, you you know, you're never going to win with him, and his contract's too big. Get him out of here. And that's what they did. They found a sucker in the 49ers who were willing to overpay for a guy because they think they can go to the Super Bowl this year. And who knows? Maybe they can. You know, the NFC's – Again, outside of Philadelphia, what do you, who do you trust at this point? So maybe they can if they if they get their act together. But you have to look that way. I mean, we've talked a million times in the past so many years about the stupidity and the you know stuck on you know just being stubborn, you know, vindictive nature of the way they've done business with like guys like Kirk Cousins, with Trent Williams, when they should have just moved on. 
Hell, even something as simple and silly as cutting a guy like Eric Flowers this year. I mean, really. So you cut Eric Flowers. Well, great. Saved a few bucks. Team's not as good, but hey, what the hell? We saved some cap space. Woohoo! Yeah, got Ionitis out of here. Didn't have a real obvious answer for that right away, but that's actually developed okay, right? I mean, Abada's been pretty good. You're probably going to lose Deron Payne this offseason for a compensatory. You know, that being said, maybe you should have moved them last week and see what the, you know, got more for them. But no, I mean, these are the kind of things like this just slow to adjust and everybody else is doing it one way and you're still trying to win 17-16, you know? It's just that, uh, you know, whatever or whoever it is, I hope they bring in a aggressive, fresh perspective of, you know, we're, we're going to try to go out and do things a more more modern way is the best way I can put it. Just, yeah, I mean, the game's changing. Be a part of it. You know? The Rams went all in a few years ago because they had the you know the moment to do it, and now they're paying the price. <laughs> but they got this ring, right? They got the ring for it. I mean, they're you know the Dolphins did some really you know drastic stuff this offseason, put their foot on the gas, right, and reshaped their team. And look at them now; they're actually very watchable. <laughs> they're really good. They weren't in the division with the Bills, but who knows? They could still win that division if Josh Allen's hurt. But these are the aggressive kind of things that just aren't happening here you know there's not I mean it's just like really slow and you know then you got to come you know then you do desperate stuff uh, when you get in the quarterback market I mean these are the kind of things that they've got to whoever the new person is they got to get away from and you definitely whoever this new group or group or person or people however breaks down is they've got to obviously let the football people be the deciders in these things. Can't be in the draft room. You know, you can stop by and say hi, back guys in the back, offer some words of encouragement, and then just get the hell out of the way. You can do that. There's no problem with that. Sure, team, sure. You can be in the draft room if that's what you want to do that night. You can do like Jerry does. Be on your yacht. That seems so much cooler. Well, those are the things you can do. Yeah, you can't have people who think they can make Actual selections. No, you can't have that. Or free agent ideas. Don't need that. Just need your checkbook. You need a smart capologist, too, to be able to finagle the system, as so many teams seem to do, except for this one. Hey, Joe in Arlington, you're next up here on Burgundy and Gold today. How you doing? Good. How's it going? Um, Good, yeah, as far as the, pl- as the platform, yes. you know, the obvious one for me would be changing the name back to Redskins. I don't think it's going to happen. But no, if somebody I can guarantee that it's going to happen. <laughs> Yeah, well, if, they, if they, somebody came out and said that, I'd, I'd throw in a few dollars to that cause, too. I'd help them out. But, but barring that, I don't want the stadium back in RFK. To me, that, that's hallowed Redskins ground, okay? You don't put the freaking commies where the Redskins play. What if, if you recall something ha- else? What if you recall the Washington no, uh, no, pigs no. or something? <laughs> no. no. I mean, if they want to start new, start new. Put it in Virginia. If they want to redo FedEx, let me tell you something. I just drove. I drove from FedEx on Sunday, three hours after the game. Okay, going to going south. I had to go through the 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 proposed site of that that you know Potomac Falls area. Guess where all the traffic was in the ride home? Right in that area. (laughs) There was no game. Okay, so I'll tell you what. I'm going to go down swinging on that site. There's no chance in hell they should ever put anything down there outside of more lanes to let people drive. There's no reason to put a stadium 
full of people on a Sunday down there. It's already a you-know-what show on the weekends down there. There's no way you're ever going to convince me that's a good idea. And, you know, well, the other I, mean, spots I, you know, I don't really care where they put it. Right. As long as it's not RFK, I guess. But, you know, whatever. Yeah, you got to get just, over that, Joe. I, that team's gone, um, although this team keeps their records. They have a lot of former players that are still, you know, supporting them now. They're going to be probably called the Commanders, I would imagine. Maybe not, though. Maybe not. Maybe the new owner wants to change it. I have no idea. But I, I would think they're going to stick with it for a while. And if they can get in that RFK spot, i got news for you. That's where we're going to go. Because really, there's no other place in D.C. I mean, that, that is going to be a, enough space for it. Well, I mean, I, I'm not – personally, they call it the Washington team, but they depend on Virginia and Maryland people sure. to survive. So I have no problem putting it in Virginia or Maryland. Well, they have a ton of space where they are now. I mean, there's that. That is the other option. You could build something grand out there in PG County, and you just have to develop it. You have to actually have to put money into it, which obviously, you know, the current guy's not willing to do. So, or unable to do, okay. perhaps as well. All right, Joe. Thanks for the call, buddy. Appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, as far as the options in Virginia, doesn't seem anybody's budging to Loudoun County off of 28 to give that land up. But again. You know, new new owner, new money, new ideas. Maybe they would think about it. It's still not an extremely popular thing, straw polling folks in Loudoun County. I understand the people in Prince William County were pretty vehement, and they did not want the stadium either. You know, and hey, you know what? People by RFK may not want the stadium. I mean, you know, everybody is like wants to put these stadiums places. Rarely do they offer to put them in their own neighborhoods. <laughs> Hey, yeah, it's a great place for the stadium. <laughs> not near my house. Not going to impact me <laughs> on a daily basis. Yeah, put it there. <laughs> yeah, this whole the hollowed ground idea of RFK. I've heard this from a few people. I come on, yeah, get over yourself. No, it's you know right now it's it's horrible what's going on there. I mean, it's just you know rotting. They're at least they have the. I think they have permitted it right and getting ready for implosion at some point. I mean, again, the Roman Coliseum is kept better. At this point, it's it's sad to look at when you drive by. It really is. All right, um, I'll tell you what, we're gonna get to the mess in Indy coming up. How strange that whole event was yesterday and over the last few weeks. Fred Smoot's gonna join. Us, speaking of strange, at one o'clock we will get into the quarterback situation with the Commanders as well uh, when we continue and uh, some more of your phone calls. All right, 301-230-0980. We'll take a timeout. Wendell and Maryland will be first up on the other side here. It is Burgundy Gold today here on the Team 90 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Uh, uh, holy grail. Uh, blue told me remind you. Uh, <laughs> All right, welcome back. Team 90 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. I don't know why the Jay-Z keeps getting played. All right, 301-230-0980. Fred Smoot will join us at 1, allegedly. Fred, funny story, who carries two phones, um, is getting a, a service change today. So he said he might have an issue with his phone, which is hilarious. Because he's always got issues with his phone. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we'll talk to Fred at that point, hopefully, maybe. Most likely. Uh, on the 2 o'clock hour, we're going to talk to uh, Vince Quinn from the Bell and Bird podcast. Eagles! They have um, remained unbeaten halfway through the season. Well, not quite halfway through because we play 17 games. So, like, in the if they're ahead by, I don't know, halftime, then I guess they're you know halfway through the season. All right, now all of a sudden everybody wants to call and talk about the commander's new, new owner. Okay. Ownership group. Maybe you're getting a lunch. I get it. 
I forget because I have goof. I don't do real work for a living, so I, I always forget people have lunch hours and all that kind of stuff. All right, so here's the question. Today is Election Day. Platform for the new owner. What do you want to see on that platform, hear about, uh, to make you endorse said new owner, ownership group, whoever they may or may not be? Uh, Wendell N. Merlin. Go ahead, buddy. You're next up here on Burgundy Gold today. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. So, look, after all these years of court and Kevin Durant, any deal with him must include him playing for the Wizards. You know what? I was thinking about that when I read that story the other day on ESPN.com where he was just saying how wonderful DC was, the fan base, this, that, and the other. And I'm like, yeah. come on, man. You could have <laughs> all these years. Done all that these for years. Us. I don't want to hear anything from him unless he's going to put on a uniform for the Wizards. Uh, it's a, it's it. a non starter for me. I love it, man. I was ho- hoping when he was doing the thing this summer where he wasn't going to play for the Nets that Ted Leonsis somehow was going to convince him to come here and they're going to pull the rabbit out of the hat. I, I still, I would still take him. He just cooked them the other night. Oh, my God, did he cook them the other night. Uh, still, he still got it, man. He's still got it. I know he doesn't have as many years less than he used to, but, man, talk about excitement for that team. Talk about sellouts. Absolutely. I mean, oh, it'd be great. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. I mean, any combo, you, you know, you pick who you want. We'll, we'll, <laughs> I'll build around him. I mean, you know, if you had to give it the – I like the unicorn start to a season. I like Kuzma, you know, but you're going to have to pay both of those guys here pretty soon. Yeah, KD's got a contract for a while. <sighs> Can only dream. All right, let's get to Toothpick next. Toothpick, what's up? Hey, let's do this, Scott. I think I'm going to call man. Listen, first off, hey, do you hear me now? Yeah, I got you, buddy. Okay, so listen, the new owners got to say that they promised to bring us. I'm not talking about just the Super Bowl to the area, right. like like they're coming through, but they got they want to hold the Lombardi back and bring us back to glory. I mean, because this this dude right here and woo man, what he's done for the past over 20 years has been atrocious. So he's got to restore this fan base and bring a Super Bowl champion back here. So he can spend his money, as Jack Ken Cook would say, I'm going to spend my money, and you go win me a championship. That's what he got to say. And that's it. All right. Well, look, they, everybody's going to say that, right? Even this guy said that. Except he said Super Bowl uh, all the time. It was really weird. Uh, anyway, yeah, they're going to say that, but those, that's the one variable you can't control, quite frankly. I mean, it really is. the one variable you can't control. Now, you can control, like, you know, your house is in order. Uh, you put the right people in place. You have the right structure in place. You have a good culture. Those things you can control uh, within your building. However, the Super Bowl aspect of it, I mean, you know, those things should fall into place if you have all the other things checked off and you have the right people. But you should at least have a chance. But you're, you're not guaranteed. I mean, the salary cap world, man, is a little different. It's a little different than what we grew up remembering. But, I, I, yeah, I'm sure the person's going to say that. They have to say that. <laughs> That's a given. That's a given. The question is, can they deliver? We're not going to know that right away. I'll get you some of these things later. On it's a slow roll for new owners in the NFL. I got bad news for people. I got bad news for folks. It's not. It's not a quick. Hey, new owner, new championship. No, it's not like that. It's a slow roll usually. Uh, Roberto in DC. What's up? What's going on, Scotty? You warm, man. Silly man. Listen, he will get my vote. Actually, she will get my vote because I think. Uh, undisclosed information, Oprah is buying the team. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> you guys stay 
stadium. We all got a stadium. Everybody got a stadium. What the heck? Yeah, you no, know, everybody got a stadium in the town. You know, New Wizards Stadium, uh, New New Nationals, uh, and even <laughs> anyway. But now the the deal break breaker is to bring it back to DC. I don't care how you do it. Right. Just get it done. Better facilities so you can bring a better atmosphere for the for the the players, and the players will produce. Period. That's yeah. it. As simple as that. No, no. Right. I mean, you make it a first class operation. People want to come play for you. You know that that's that's a great point. And you, you know, like you said, if you could get it to DC, perfect. I'd like Oprah. She wanted to do it. That's fine. Um, <laughs> you get a stadium. You get that's good. That's good. You get an arena. You get a stadium. Everybody gets their own thing. It's just not enough land for everybody to have their own. But it's important, man. You know, say I hear people. Oh, it doesn't matter where it is. Of course, it matters where it is. It's absurd to say that. Of course, it does. The 49ers have been good. They play in Santa Clara. They don't have a good home field. Wake up. So it does matter to people where you play. You know, I mean, you put this thing in Woodbridge. <laughs> yeah, good luck. It's not getting better down there. Okay, just do yourself a favor. Drive through there on the weekend. See how that would work out for you. It, that's not. I know what the mile says, and I know what other teams have it further, blah, 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 blah. There's never going to be Metro down that direction in our lifetimes. See how hard it was to get the Silver Line started? It's been done for years to sit in there. I mean, it's not going down 95. So you're going to have to drive there or helicopter. And outside of the ownership group, nobody else can afford to helicopter there. Anyhow. All right. Coming up. Fred Smoot. No, we got time. Sorry, I'm, I'm looking at the clock. I still got a few minutes here. What am I doing? All right, three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. If you want to jump on the phone lines here, we're going to get to Smoot at the top of the hour, allegedly. Assuming his phone works, his new phones, new phone system. Let's get to Eric next in North Carolina. What's going on, Eric? Hey, Scott. The the number one most important thing that has to be done and has to be the first course of action is getting a new stadium built on that RFK site. The owners can't control winning right away, things like that. But the first thing they can control is business, and that is the most important thing for this franchise right now. There's nothing more important than getting back on that site. You're right. I mean, again, you can't control. Like I said, it sounds great to say, hey, Super Bowls. Of course. I mean, you want that. Everybody wants that. The last guy wanted it. Just didn't know how to do it. Uh, But they, they don't have the ability just to snap their fingers and make that happen and buy it. You can't buy the championship. You have to, you know, get it set up in the right place. you got to get the right structure. But in terms of what they can do for the fans immediately, yes. And it won't be immediate, but you know what I mean. Down the road. But they got to pick the right spot for the stadium. And I've always um, I've always felt that was the best place, no matter how many times people tell me it can't happen. Until something else is there, and there's still there's a contract or something else to be built there, it can happen. And it's up to whoever the uh, billionaire is, billionaires potentially, coming here on the team to make it happen. And that's the first step in, you know, getting in the good graces of a fan base that will then support you. Maybe actually get a home field back. There's a crazy idea. There's a wacky idea. I mean, you know, this past weekend, if you were the game, you know, it was a lot of purple. Previous week, a lot of Packer fans. Fortunately, I don't think the Falcon fans are known for for traveling. So you know, maybe you'll have a chance to be in a you know true home field. And look, the crowd that was there was good. They got into it. There was a little back and forth between the fans, but there shouldn't be. I mean, right? There shouldn't be any back and forth. 
I mean, that's that's the frustrating part of all this. It should be a true home field. Well, they did not have that for a long time at FedEx. It's unfortunate. But there was a time. Well, Joe Gibbs 2.0, man. That, that place was packed. It was a nightmare getting in and out of there, but it was the place was full. You know, biggest stadium there was. And then they're, now they're talking about, you know, making the smallest stadium ever. You know, it's like RFK size stadium they're trying to build. So I would imagine the next person's not going to do that. I think they're going to think big. And in terms of, no, this is going to be more than just the, you know, the games for the com- the commanders. It's going to be something that will bring in big events like a Super Bowl. You know, if you have a retractable Final Four, they would love to be in the Northeast. The NCAA is dying to be in the Northeast in a big city. And they got no options. They got Atlanta, they got Detroit. That's how Eastish they get in terms of places they can play Final Fours. So we'll see. We'll see how this plays out. I hope Jay Glazer's got this one right. He usually does in terms of the timetable because I think that would get things moving in the right direction by, you know, right around free agent time or shortly thereafter prior to your draft. Get some, you know, momentum going there. And certainly, look, they're probably not going to be able to make any major changes if you're somebody who thinks this whole staff needs to be gone. I don't think you're going to get that. Uh, But certainly they're going to be under the microscope big time at that point. All right. Let's get to Fred Samood coming up. We'll talk to him about all things Commanders. I don't know if he's trying to jump into the new ownership group or not. Might be too. That might be too touchy of a topic for Fred. I probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> we'll get to it coming up, though. It is Burgundy and Gold today. Scott Jackson with you here. Solo Doc uh, will be back with me on Thursday. Lanell back in the chair tomorrow here on the Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.